State your correct name, the record. ESPN 97.5, presented by Zadok Jewelers, KFNC, Mont Bellevue, Houston. This is Moneyline. This is Moneyline. Money Touchdown! This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. Lights, camera, action. Hello, world. Welcome into Moneyline on a beautiful Sunday morning. You know what time it is. It's week three, and I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone because I'm in the studio with my statistician, the partner in grind, at Josh Jordan 97.5, was where you can find him on Twitter, Josh Jordan. What's going on, Jerry? Week three, this is where we find out who's for real, who's the pretenders. I'm ready to get started, my man. I'll tell you who's for real. It's the man behind the glass. He's the uh, wheels behind the blitz here on ESPN 97.5 from 4 to 7 every single weekday. It's Aaron. What's going on, my man? Oh, you know. Lovely Saturday or Sunday morning. Weather looks good. Uh, hopefully, going to make some money. Going to enjoy some football today. How was your weekend so far, boys? Man, really good. I think that cold front's supposed to be coming in here. I think maybe even tomorrow. So, looking forward to that. Maybe sit on the patio for some Monday night football. Chiefs Ravens. That's going to be a good one. Uh, you guys are looking a little happy. Your Texas team won, right? But then you're actually looking extra happy because yes. not only did they win, but then you covered because you actually had Tech as well. I did, and man, my wife was so mad at me because I was cheering when Tech was scoring because I, I had it plus fourteen and a half, and it was getting a little hairy there for a while after uh, the special teams, the punt block, and the Longhorns scored. I was like, man, this could get out of control here. She's like, why are you rooting against the Longhorns? I'm like. I want them to win. They just let me just hit them. Yeah, middle. why can't why can't both of these things be true? So sure enough, Longhorns incredible comeback, awesome, awesome game. Talk Cashed about obliterating the over. Oh my lord, Jerry was on the Thank over. Thank the lord. Yeah, I, I was on Tech plus the points. I just you know you guys watch the Longhorns a lot, right? Like it never feels like they run away and hide very often from a team that's decent. You know what I mean? Especially in those Tech matchups. As soon as you see Tech come out and start getting easy yards, you're yeah. saying, "All right, it's about to be one of those days." Now, whenever Texas came out and started slinging and they opened up a little bit of a lead, my wife, she's a big Texas fan. She comes out. She's drinking a little bit. She's like, I told you Texas is back. (laughs) Then I go upstairs, and I'm watching all the other games going on. I come downstairs, and it's quiet. My kids are sitting there. My my daughter's damn near crying, and I'm like, what's going on? It's like quiet down here. My wife is sitting up on on the couch with her hands like this, and it's like three and a half minutes, you know, right before they score. And I try to give her the, the you get him next time, champ. You know, I give her the little shrug on the shoulder. I said, oh, they still got a chance. And then little do you know, they did. They did. A great comeback. And, you know, with Oklahoma losing, that just made the day even sweeter for me. 713-780-3776 at Moneyline975, which is where you can find us on Twitter. This is Moneyline. We are a Sunday kickoff show. So we will be getting into the NFL slate from every kind of angle from fantasy purposes angle from a betting standpoint anything that you have 
Feel free to call us, 713-780-3776. We will have a start em, sit em, uh fantasy segment. So if you have questions for your particular team, it'll be a quick, it, uh, it's not going to be a drawn-out conversation about, you know, franchise questions for next year. It's just, hey, these two guys. And also make sure, if you text into the show, make sure you give us the format. Is, is it PPR? What is it? So we can answer the uh, accordingly because it's completely different than, than the other kind of type of leagues. Oh, it makes a big difference if you're full PPR, especially with – you know, some of these receivers you may be looking at starting this week, some of these waiver wire running backs that maybe you're interested in starting format means a lot. So, yeah, like, even if it's half PPR, that makes a difference, too. So you've been doing pretty well on gambling. We talked to, uh, earlier before the show. Anything that you would like to tell the people that you've learned about the live gambling? Because I know that you've been I mean, you've been getting crazy numbers, easy covers over a touchdown. cover. What have you learned that that's make you that's made you, I guess, find better spots? A lot of it is we didn't get to see these guys in the preseason, right? So just getting to watch maybe a quarter or a half a quarter, it at least gets me an idea of, of what they look like on offense, what they look like on defense, how they're matching up to the team they're playing that particular week. You know, Before the game, I was on the Dolphins' money line on Thursday night football. I just looked at who the Dolphins lost to their first two weeks, and then I saw that they were playing the Jags, and I was like, you know, I know the Jags you know, snuck up and beat the Colts, but... I don't think they're some great team, you know. So I, I was on the Dolphins. It was a, a primetime game. I thought Fitzpatrick would come out and at least be decent. And sure enough, I mean, they, they railed him. So that was one that, that helped me out a lot. And like I said, the momentum with the Texas game, I live bet that one yesterday. Once I saw Tech answer immediately after the Longhorns scored that first touchdown, I was like, man, Tech's going to be able to move the ball today. Uh, you know, I think 18 points was the original spread, and then I got it live at 14 and a half. I didn't think Texas was going to be able to get up that big a lead on him, and, and that worked out well for me. Okay, so a few weeks into the season, with some teams, maybe we, we have learned some things. With others, maybe it solidified what we thought. Coming into this week for the Houston Texans, have we learned anything? And I think that we've, we talk about that every week here is, is have we learned anything? That's what I like to do when gambling is over. The, the NFL slate's over. I ask myself, what did I learn? Did I learn? Try, I, I just told someone this morning, hopefully they're listening right now. I just text with them. Learn from every bet you make because he said, man, I, I'm signing up for your private group another week. I won on your picks and I lost on my own. He said, I got to quit doing that. And I said, no, you take it as a this helps me pay for my own mistakes. Because you're going to have to learn. One day I'm not yeah. there, what happens? You know, you're going to say, you know, I've seen this predicament before. I lost on this. Whatever the case is, it's a, it's a trial and error kind of type of thing. So find your medium. Know what was your read. Did, it, did you lose the game because your read was wrong or did you lose it for something else? Great point. And I point to that Dolphins game again. First game of the season, no preseason, they lose to the Patriots. No shame in that, right? Second game of the year, they lose to the Bills, 31-28. to So they were in that game, and I think the Bills are actually pretty good. We've seen some good things from the Bills. So then when I see the Dolphins going against the Jags week three, to me, it probably felt almost like a, a practice game after the first two teams they had to play going against Jacksonville. And I'm kind of reading into that a little bit with the Texans here today. I'm wondering if... With the Texans playing the Chiefs on the road and then having to play the Ravens, and now they're going to play the Steelers. I think the Steelers are good. I think they're a playoff team, great defense. But I don't think they're in the tier with the Chiefs and the Ravens. So I wonder if you know maybe we see a little better performance out of the Texans this week just because the level of competition is going to be a slight step down compared to what they faced the first two weeks. No, I like the way you think. Now, 
What do you think, Aaron? Have you learned anything from the first two weeks of the Texans, or is this pretty much where you expected them to be, and this was the first real game where you said, hey, this is where they can win? I, I expected them to lose. I expected them to be 0-2. I did not expect them to look lost. Yeah. I didn't expect them to go out there and not look like they even belong on an NFL field at times. Like From what you watch, you look at them and go, this is a team that was supposed to win a division. This is a team that's... No. No. They're not... They haven't shown that they know what they're doing from a coaching perspective, from a player perspective. There's times where you see flash and you're like, okay, things are starting to click. J.J. Watt getting sacks. He's not going out there and destroying everybody, but he's holding up his end of the deal for what he needs to do. There's not enough there that makes me go, I think they're going to definitely be competitive in this game. Now, I know Pittsburgh has had two wins versus two mediocre to bad teams. Broncos with their backup quarterback for part of the game. Yeah. The Giants. And... Yes, Jeff Driscoll isn't very good, but he made they made him look like he was better than he is. But at the same time, I still don't have enough faith in the Texans to go out there and prove that they belong on an NFL field with a team that some people say, "Hey, Steelers got Big Ben back. This could be he's even said, this is the best defense I've ever played with." They're expecting them to make a run when the playoffs get here even though everybody gets in. They're expecting them to be, you know, AFC title contenders. I don't know if they can actually hold up to that kind of a team when it comes down to it. For me, it gets, can they cover the four points? You know, that's kind of where I'm at. And, and, and I'm not sure. I have money on that they will. But, you know, I, I didn't, like you, it's not a kidney bet. I didn't, you know, but I put a fair amount on it. I feel, I think we're going to see something better out of the Texans. But, a less pivotal organ. Yes, a less pivotal. <laughs> my appendix, that's what I put on it. Who but, needs it? But what do you think? I I think the... The offense has kind of disappointed me a little bit with the Texans. I feel like the defense is maybe a little better, especially the secondary, than I thought. And, and remember, they're going against the Chiefs and Ravens. I mean, these are good offenses. Yeah. What, what do you think? What no, do you think? I agree with you there. I was, uh, the defense at least kept them somewhat in that game the last, yeah. you know, against the Ravens, somewhat. The first game, it was too much separation with the Chiefs and the, and the receivers and defensive backs. I didn't like that, at least last game. But then again, it seemed like that's the Ravens were content. They never were in threat of losing that game. That's why they that last drive in that fourth quarter where they just kept extending it, and finally you said, well, I needed the touchdown on the team totaled over 13 and a half second half, and then they ended up kicking the field goal when they got – but why? Because they said, we're just going to take the air out of this ball. This team can't stop – and if they do, then we don't really fear them, so let's go ahead and hike it inside five seconds. Let's go ahead and take the air out of this ball. They can't score multiple times. It's over. It is, and – the one thing I do like, Texans kind of struggle against good tight ends, right? Travis Kelsey, the last two times they've played him, he's dominated him. Mark Andrews, good tight end. He had some success last week. You don't really look at the Steelers and think they've got a great tight end. Not seeing uh, Heath Miller. Heath you know Miller, that? right. The, the Heath days. Those, yep. are, those are behind us now. They've tried to plug guys in the last few years with Big Ben, but it just hasn't worked out. Now they got Ebron in there. They got a, they got a yep. few just random pieces. They've tried the McDonald experiment. experiment. I just At this point, I think the Steelers are finally starting to come around to who they are. They're starting to realize that Juju doesn't have to be the number one guy. Although, yes, you saw him against the Giants do his thing. But it's actually Deontay Johnson who, who he's has. good. Dude. Yeah, he's really good. And coming into this season, you had heard that he's, he was a potential sleeper. But many didn't paint him like that because many expected Juju to take a step forward again after the injury riddle season he had. Saying, okay, let's find out who Juju is and maybe 
you take a step back, but then the Steelers have always had good wide receivers. They tried to make Washington into one. They drafted Claypool. That's what they are. They they have wide receivers. That's what they're trying to find. And I think Deontay Johnson is a gem in the rough. No, I do too. And you're right about Ebron. You know, he's a guy that he's good in the red zone. You know, he's athletic. He's got a, he's got a big body. So maybe he gets going a little bit this week. But we've seen Lonnie Johnson playing some safety. You know, the Texans are trying some things, which I'm glad. I think Anthony Weaver has done so far. I've been pretty happy with what he's done with the defense. We'll see. Today's a big test. If they go down 0-3, then, you know, everything's kind of out the window. They they show you they can't really beat a legitimate AFC team, and that's a concern. And It's mostly Deshaun, right? Like, he's got to play better. Now, whenever we talk Vegas, we talk percent of tickets, percent of money. Percent of tickets are the tickets being printed out. It could be a dollar ticket, $5 ticket, doesn't matter. It could be a $20,000 ticket. They're all, I guess, categorized the same. When you talk money, you're talking about the value of those tickets. Okay, so percentage of tickets means that the public, as far as this game, 58% of the bets, the tickets are being printed on the Steelers, but 57% of the money is on the Texans. There's a 15% discrepancy in that. When you see numbers like that, it tells you one thing. It tells you that the sharp side is on the Texans. Some places they even got it down to three and a half now. Mm. They've gotten closer. Remember, this game started at six. Now you crossed the key number of six. Now you've crossed the key number of four. Now you're dropping to the three and a half range. You're not the only one that sees it like that, Josh. I mean, it's it's. I'm not sure that the Steelers just run them over. I'm not sure about that. This is this is the test where we really find out who the Texans are. We're going to get into that this next segment. We're going to get into it from a fantasy standpoint because there's so many angles, and I know everyone's going to say, man, the pass rush and this, or who, where are they going to get time? We're going to get into that next. No doubt about it. And then we're going to give you some bets, and we're going to give you some fantasy plays. And the best place to go put in those wagers is at my bookie, guys. And it's not just the NFL right now. You got NBA going on. You got baseball. You got the Astros about to hit the playoffs. This is the best time to create your account. Just go over to mybookie.ag, put in your deposit, and then they're going to match your deposit. So even, hey, man, you, you want to play for 100 bucks? They'll double it. You got 200 bucks to gamble with. And this is the time of year to do it. If you've ever thought, ah, should I open an account? Yes, this is why. You have the whole NFL season ahead of you. College football is going. Baseball, NBA, you have everything you could want to bet on. Soccer, you don't even have to watch the games. Just follow Jerry on Twitter, place those soccer bets, and watch the money grow in your account. And you want to do it at mybookie.ag, guys, because they're easy. They pay you. You could just get on your cell phone, and you can do live bets. I've been killing it with live bets. Get a feel for how the game's going, and then fire on that bet. You want to do it at mybookie.ag. That's promo code radio. Radio, promo code radio to get them to match that offer today. You bet, you win, you get paid. MyBookie. You need a taste of your own To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713 780 ESPN. ACA could be tweaked, reformed, or repealed in the future. But for now, employers must comply. Visit hrp.net for help. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. It's Sunday, it's week three, and it's Moneyline. It's you, it's the team, and it's you against the bookies. That's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to hit them over the head. Not too hard, because they all are friends at my bookie. But 
We got to make money. We got to eat. And everyone on Twitch, that's what they're willing to do right here. Shout out to all 35 of you hanging out on a Sunday morning. I always say, listening to Sunday uh, radio, it's a it's a process, right? It's not like getting in your car and going to work and it's already on. It's, it takes some effort. And we appreciate the effort that you guys give us every single Sunday hanging out. Shout out to all the money liners. That's Chuck. That's everyone on there. I'm talking about the Rogers on Titan Hugo, Seamonts, Eva Hojo's in the house, Crystal with a K's in the house. Shout out 713-780-3776. If you want to get on air, ESPN 97.5. Hey, it's time because we are about to talk football, fantasy, gambling. Let's talk Steelers, Texans. Let's go. Let's do it. I like the Texans plus the four today. I hear a lot of people talking about the, the point total here, Jerry. A lot of people are on the under with this Texans-Steelers game. I haven't checked to see if it's moved yet today, but what are your thoughts initially on uh, the total? Ten out of the 15 games that the the Texans have been underdogs on the road under Bill O'Brien, they've allowed the opposite team to score over 22 points. The team total for the Steelers is 25.5. I do think the Steelers can score about 26 points. I do believe that. Now, the talk all week and something that's already been concreted into your head by now, we know it. Okay, the Steelers create pressure, and they're a top team at that. Quarterback hits as well. Everything as far as... Uh, defensive pressure metrics as far as their line. On the other side, what do you have? A team that specifically struggles against that. It's not just this year. It's been uh, years going under Watson, holding the ball too long. We know all that. So let's get past that. Let's go to the next level. If you are coaching the Texans or making a game plan from them, the first thing that has to be on that whiteboard has to be drawn out, get rid of the ball quick, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a big concern. And that's the thing with Deshaun that goes back a couple of years. So let's start there. And when we start talking fantasy, if they have to get rid of the ball quick, what kind of game does it make it for the Texans offensively? Man, you're probably not going to want to try and take a lot of deep shots down the field. You don't want to get Deshaun killed. So, And the other thing is Will Fuller, we saw him leave the game for a while last week. I don't think he's on the final injury report. So I guess Fuller's going to go. Brandon Cook's still dealing with that quad. But to your point, they're going to have to get the ball out fast. That's what they're going to have to do. And it's hard to run against the Steelers, too. That's the other problem. Let's start right there. 2.5 yards per carry. That's what... 38 carries is what the Steelers' defense in two games has faced. 97 yards combined. I mean, that's it's it's ugly. It's not going to be pretty. You saw what they did to Barkley that first oh, game. Saquon they, couldn't get anything going. Again, and we'll talk about a little bit about the Giants' offensive line problems going forward. But let's talk, okay, Texans' backfield. David Johnson, whenever you... I always tell sports gambling or even fantasy, it's like the stocks. You want to buy low, sell high, right? The window we can say comfortably on David Johnson sell high has slammed shut, I, I would think, right? If you were going to get rid of him, it would have to have been after that first week when everyone said he still – and not to say that anything because what did we learn week two? We knew that the Ravens were great, but you could have sold him extremely high at that point. Today is another moment that I think he takes a step back again. I'm not sure. Can he surpass the 50 scoreless yards on, what, 13 touches? Right. But to your point, this is maybe where you could find some value for him because you have the Vikings and the Jags after this week. So if he has another terrible game against the Steelers, maybe that's a good time to make a move. because Be a buyer. Yeah, because then he faces some, you know, some matchups that are much more favorable. Cooks, he was favorable, I guess you could say, last week. Eight targets, 95 yards, 90 snap rate. That's what what stands out here. Mm-hmm. Has that questionable, ta- uh, questionable tag around him frequently. 90% of the snaps, he's on the field. That's what you need to see. Even against that Ravens defense, he was able to shake him some. 
Yes, and I can't imagine we're going to see a lot more Kiki QT taking snaps at receiver after that fumble. He's, I mean, can you be any more in the doghouse as a player on a certain team than what Kiki QT is on this specific team? I mean, he he's done here. He can't do anything. Here. I didn't think he'd make the team. I, I really didn't. And he shouldn't. Uh, honestly, when we talk about O'Brien much, he might have got this one right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Because I've, I've always pushed for Kiki to get his chance. Why, is Kiki, why do you even have him out there? Get Kiki. But then whenever Kiki gets out there, he, he gets in his own way. Yeah. Uh, Bill O'Brien, the genius on this one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, <laughs> do you see anything else as far as the receiving group? Um, as far as, okay, we, we talked about three wide receiver sets. Uh, is that what we continue to see? Does Cobb do anything today? I mean, what... what I'm trying to figure out a way that this, that the Texans score. Okay, to hit that over. If I'm painting the Steelers 26 to pass, or 25 and a half is the number. So I say at least 26. I got them about 28. We're going to need about 20 from the Texans. Can the Texans get us two touchdowns and two field goals? Uh, three touchdowns and a field goal? Does that sound feasible? It's clo- maybe. It, it, I mean, you're hoping they get at least 21 points in this game. I think this Deshaun's going to have to get out of the pocket and run in this game if they want to have a chance of winning. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I want to say I don't see that happening. I don't see them putting up points. But this is one of those things where I'm going to say, oh, there's no way. They're going to score maybe 10 points, and then they're going to break off a 35 and still lose. But they're <laughs> going to break off 35 points real quick, and I'm going to go, oh, dang it. But like last week, every Fred and AJ asked me, hey, Ravens, Texas, what you got? I said, Ravens going to blow them out. Texans won't get 10 points. I mean, they got 16, so I wasn't far off. But I don't see them scoring more than three touchdowns a day by yeah. any means. That's, a, that's about right, isn't it? Around three touchdowns, around 20 points is, is what we're expecting. I just think Deshaun's going to have to run, and I think he will run more. They don't want to go down 0-3. Okay, you let's know? say they get that 20 points, and then – Okay, the spread's at four. So let's say it's 24-20, somewhere around there for you to even get your money back. Is 24-20, does that make sense? Because when we look at Pittsburgh on the offense, offensive side, okay, James Conner, that first week we didn't even know if he was going to be healthy. He He's become like brittle breeder, yeah. you know? That's just who he is. You can't trust him. So then going into week two, many had got off the Conner train and said it's a Benny Snell time. Well, we realized that James Conner still poured in 121 yards, got in the end zone. It's still James Conner's backfield. Does he have a big game today against a Texans team that's allowed 6.3 yards per carry? 6.3 yards per carry. That's what's got to stick out here. It, it does. It, the problem with the Texans, they've just been streaky. They've had some you know stretches where they're really stopping the run well. And then you know you have the, the Ingram run that, that just completely changed the stat line last week. So th- they got to limit the big plays, the Texans' defense here. You know, with Connor, I, I like him this week, but I don't love him. He's just a guy. He's hard to trust, Jerry. You know, he's just so inconsistent. Is it a Deontay Johnson week? Is it Juju? I like Juju's size in this matchup. And I love Deontay Johnson's skill. I think he's great. But I just, you know, Juju's a pretty big receiver. And I, I think he might be able to, you know, pick up a lot of first downs, you know, maybe get in the end zone, you know, using his size, shielding off defenders. So I think this could be a Juju game. I like it, man. Oh, again, overall, from an overall standpoint, 
I want to make it clear that we we run through all the games. That doesn't mean that every single bet is or, or every single, I guess, lean is an official bet because that's not the way you do it. You don't want to go up there and find yourself having 16 bets on 16 different games. If you have those bets, it's, it better be because you have a read within one game and you have a spread out. You don't want 16 games, 16 bets. Yeah, we're, we're riding. Don't do that. Okay, so because I get a lot of questions when we leave here. People say, hey, man, I heard you talk about this game. Why didn't you say that you lost that game? You didn't yeah. talk about And I said... I mean, dude, I never told you that that was a, like official bet. You, we have to run through every game. So pick your spots. I, I personally, I'm not going to be betting this game much. I, I think that the over gets there. I, okay, a private play. I'm going to be on the Steelers team total to over okay. 25 and a half. I'm not, I don't think that I feel confident enough. because just I, I agree with you guys. Whenever I said, can the Texans score 2021, it was like that look like uh, – Peas, you know, yeah. broccoli. Yeah. It was that kind of look ugh. you guys gave me. Yeah, like, ugh. So if with that case, if that's the case, but then on the other opposite end, I see that the Steelers can score, and I gave you the 10 out of 15 games that the, the Texans as underdogs have allowed at least 22 points to the opponent, then, I, then I'll just take the safe way out, and I'll take the Texans. If you have, or the Steelers team total, if you have something to say about this particular game, 713-780-3776 at Moneyline975, which is where you can find us on Twitter. I want to know why you think that the Texans can cover, why you're going to my bookie and betting them plus four. No, I think this could be kind of a late cover kind of thing, you know, where the Texans really aren't in the game, but they get a late touchdown to get within four that, that's kind of meaningless where the Steelers are just playing prevent defense and letting them go down the field. Down nine or ten. Yeah, I could see something like that happening in this one. Um, but I, I'm excited to see it. At least it's a it's a big opponent. It's a good opponent. This is a good measuring stick. We can see if the Texans can turn this thing around. And it's on Deshaun. I don't know if you've seen. Did you see Fred's article on Sports Map where he kind of ran through Deshaun's last ten games? His QBR is just. It's not. I think he only had like one excellent score in a, in a QBR over like his last ten games. Deshaun needs to start playing better. And Fred makes the point. These numbers go back to when he had Hopkins. It's not just, you know, Hopkins not being here. Deshaun's got to get it going. It's time for him to put his big boy pants on, right? You want to yep. you want to cast that check? This is what comes with it. You want to be a big player? Hey, I'm sorry, but this is what comes with it. I think that he's been, I don't want to say babied enough because that's maybe not the right term, but at the same time, we've, We've covered him, right? We've we've we fought for him. Like you, you put him up against these big names. Hey, you have Mahomes. Well, here in town, they got number four. What? It's time for us to press the brakes before we start putting him in those categories. Yeah. Week three is your moment. Week three, Texans is your spot. Can you make it happen? We'll make it here happen on Moneyline ESPN 97.5. SPN 97.5, we wear Boomer Naturals masks. Order now at BoomerNaturals.com and use promo code ESPNHouston for 20% off. Listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. 
Welcome back to Moneyline 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. And we're going to go right to the HRP listener line. We have our man, Robert. He wants to talk Pat Raiders teaser. What's going on, Robert? Jerry Bow, Josh, the best show on ESPN. Moneyline, baby. Thank you, Robert. I, I assume you got our money then. <laughs> I, I, I'm a scoot up. I should have wore a bow tie. Let's do this, Robert. Let's rock. Hey, hey, uh, Jerry. So I'm disappointed in myself. Yesterday, um, I bet I bet wrong. I played a lot of favorites live, and I got in the hole pretty bad. I bet LSU. I bet Oklahoma. I bet Alabama. So I lost a lot of money. So today, I just put a big amount uh, just for the limit of my bankroll. Uh, I played a teaser. So I played uh, all of them are at 40 over. And the games are Philadelphia and, um, uh, God damn it, uh, uh, Cincinnati, Patriots, and uh, Patriots and uh, who's, who are the Patriots playing? Raiders. Raiders. Patriots, Raiders, and Texans, and the, uh, the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you said you teased it the overs to 40? Yeah, he, he took it. He took the. Uh, he said he took the over over forty on on all the games. I believe is what he said. Man, I mean it's teaser. tough. It's tough. We talked about the Texans Steelers earlier. I mean I do predict that the Steelers get. Let's say they don't for whatever reason hit that twenty six point mark. Let's say they have a bad offensive game twenty three a twenty three twenty game twenty three seventeen still get you to that forty. Mm-hmm. It's just I've never been a fan of teasing totals. Okay, if you're gonna tease, especially okay, let's talk that real quick before we even get into the games. When teasing in the NFL specifically, you want to tease through key numbers. Key numbers being three, 15% of NFL games into three. Then it goes seven. Then it goes four, six, nine, ten. Okay, so whenever you tease, a tease is basically when you put a game, they're going to give you six points, however you want to take it. So if you're at Texans plus four, if you tease it and you take the Texans, now you get the Texans plus uh, ten so you cross the six, the seven, the nine, not ten. Do whenever you do it on totals, you're not really crossing many key numbers. There's only a few key numbers in totals that don't hold anywhere close to weight as what to a, a key number of three does. So be careful. Be extremely careful of how you play teasers. Try to cross over key numbers, whether being a, a team that's favored by seven, bring them down. Okay, and that's what I do like in the Patriots game. If they're favored by six, you bring them down. You're crossing the four. You're crossing the three. You're basically making them just win. That's when you should tease uh, in the NFL, in my opinion. Now, that that makes a lot of sense. You know, it's interesting that he brought up that game. Maybe we can start with this one. In the Cincinnati-Philadelphia game that he mentioned, I took the over in this game, too. The, it started out at 45 and a half. Now it's up to 47. I just see some some bad playing on defense in this Bengals-Eagles game. I I just I think there's going to be a lot of points because I don't think there's a lot of great defense being played here. I think this is Miles Sanders. I think is going to have a huge game for Philly this week. Uh, what do you think about this one? We'll start there. Let's start right there with Miles Sanders. He's probably going to be the highest guy owned in DFS this week. Everyone's going to be on him, deservedly so. If you look at him, he's getting right around that twenty touch mark, nineteen point one, twenty point one. That's where I see him in the last ten games. That's what he averages. That's what you're hoping to see again today, and it showed last week. Even though he fumbled on that opening drive, 
Yep. They trusted him. They went right back to the well and he paid him off. Look for him to be heavily owned in DFS. You got to load him up. Now, someone that's tricking a really, really sneaky start in DFS. If you're playing against big fields, don't do this. If you're playing against your friends, it's only 10 of you. Do this. If you're playing in that millionaire making, you're trying to take down something big because everyone's going to be on the big names. Everyone's going to be on that Cowboys game with Dak and, and they're going to come back with Russ. Carson Wentz, if he's ever had a spot to blow something up, it's this week, right? Coming whenever the Philly fans are getting on him. And who's his coach? An ex-quarterback. What do you do if you're an ex-quarterback and you've had those bad moments? You needed that that, that breakout game. Who to, who better to have it against than the Bengals? This yeah. looks like a, a p- potential breakout spot for Carson Wentz using one Deshaun uh, Jackson. I think it's it's a blow-up spot. Two tight ends. Which one is it going to be? Goddard, is it a blow-up spot for Ertz? You can stack this game really nice. You can stack it three ways. You can go Ertz, Sanders, and then one of the tight ends, Ertz, Sanders, Jackson. Either which way, I like it. No, I do too. And, you know, Alshon Jeffrey is... He's back practicing, but I don't think they expect him to go today. So we're going to see a lot of two tight end sets. I think the Eagles are running more two tight end sets than anybody in the league so far this year, which makes sense, right? With who, you know, with what they have. So I think the Eagles a good get right spot for them today. And we saw with Joe Burrow, you know, he's good at getting you some late, you know, garbage time touchdowns. So I, that's why I like points in this game. Remember what I had the Bengals plus. 14 and a half or something a couple weeks ago when I got the live bet. So I think Burrow can, yeah, I think he's a decent cheap option too because I don't think the Eagles are scary on defense. I see points in this game. And it looks like here the total is at, like I said, 47 now. So yeah, I think we're going to see some points here. As far as Burrow and his ability to, in the fantasy world, 15 carries, that's fifth amongst quarterbacks, sixth in rushing yards, 65 already in two games. I mean, thirty-two point five. That that that's money. Yeah, he's got kind of a Jake the Snake Plumber kind of to his game. You know what I mean? Man, I forgot about Jake Plumber. Yeah, you know, to where he can kind of you know scramble a little bit, pick you up some some yards and some fantasy points with his legs. And AJ Green's got to play better, right? And he had all, two almost touchdowns. AJ Green did in his last game. So I think you know maybe they get something going today too. I. I don't think A.J. Green is where he was a couple years ago, but I think he's still going to be a a solid fantasy option for you as long as he's healthy. A name that's popping up all of a sudden, Drew Sample. Yes. What do you make of him making uh, Zuma's Achilles injury that there's opportunity knocks? Do you have him anywhere in there? I just I think Burrow targets the tight end a lot, so I think he's definitely viable. I think he's going to be in a lot of daily leagues because he's going to be cheap. Yeah, and also just going forward before we move away from this game, Jalen Rieger, that UCL in his thumb, that's the same thing that cost Drew Brees five games last season. So think about that. Start planning ahead because Alshon Jeffrey is going to come up somewhere and you're going to have a chance to scoop up off the waiver wires a number one wide receiver because I'm not sure that Deshaun Jackson is that. I'm not sure he's ever going to be considered a one. So as soon as that that, that Alshon comes back, then you have your one. I would take that. So go ahead and look right now. Go to your computer like right now, right now and go ahead and get that number one that's going to come back uh, here very soon. No doubt about it. All right, uh, before we finish with this game, do, do you have a lean on, on who's going to win? The Eagles are favored by five and a half. Eagles are at home. I, any prediction on that side? Eagles team totals, I'm, as far as just betting, I think the Eagles get there. I'm not sure how much I trust the Bengals, but the Eagles leave a bad taste in my mouth. We always talk about what we got right. Well, I was all over the Eagles last week thinking it was a bounce back spot, and I just don't even want to look that way right now, so I'm 
totally passing on this. You know, th- that makes sense. It- it's funny how a team burns you one week. You're like, eh, I'm not messing with them this week. At all. And that's the thing, though. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing you have to stay away from in gambling because you want to buy low. We talk about buy low yeah. spots. This is when you buy low. Many people are going to go buy low. But I b- bought low. I bought them on, on, the, on, the, on the clearance rack last week, basically, against the Rams. I bought them low. Pro- somebody returned them open, p- open box. Got them at Marshall's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off the shoe rack at Marshall's open box. With with a with a tag missing, and I still couldn't get paid. I mean, on the way home, I looked at the score, and they were down like fourteen or something to the Rams. I'm thinking, I hate that. On the way home, you're just like, why did I even look? I mean, what am I doing to myself? But let's get to the next game. Let's do it. All right, this one's actually kind of interesting to me. Las Vegas, I said it right. The Las Vegas Raiders going to New England. We saw the Raiders upset the Saints. Um, I don't think they keep it going this week, Jerry. We we both kind of talked before the show. We feel like. Maybe the Raiders kind of fall back to earth in this one, right? When we talk about buying and selling, right now is when you can sell on a team that just played emotionally high game first time in their new stadium. They came out on primetime, beat up a good Saints team. Not just beat them, but beat up on a good Saints team. Mm-hmm. But what happens this week? Now you're coming into this with a with a hobbled offensive line. Right tackle Trent Brown out. The bully Richie Incognito ain't going to be bullying nobody this week. He's out of there. So now they're going to go back to Josh Jacobs, and he's hobbled. Yeah. So when you combine all these things and you're saying, well, who are they playing against? Well, you saw what Bilicek looked like Monday morning. Does that look like a guy that's had any kind of sleep? Does that look like a guy that's going to go out there and lose to the Raiders? That looks like a guy that's going to go out there. He might go out there and put on a helmet if he needs to. And here comes Bilicek because at this point, he is pissed. Yes, he is. <laughs> he looked real mad. You saw, you saw um, Cam get stopped on the one-yard line. Yep. You know they're going to come out. They're going to put an emphasis on Edelman, which all of a sudden became a downfield threat in this new McDaniels, I guess, game-planned offense. No doubt about it. And on the other side of the ball, Darren Waller is really the only guy that scares you if you're the Patriots. And we see Belichick take away that one big offensive weapon pretty much every week, no matter who they play. So Waller's the guy, if he's your fantasy tight end, I get it. You're probably going to have to play him anyway. But I wouldn't be starting him in daily. I would look for the Patriots to take him away this week. Who else do the Raiders have to throw the ball to? It's really just Waller. Ruggs is over there. Yeah. Halfway. I he's mean, banged up. It's just the entire... Team. So, okay, uh, as far as Patriots, are you starting anybody on that side? Or maybe the Patriots defense? Anything that you like as far yeah, as Patriots fantasy? defense? You got to like Cam Newton, right? If you took him in the 12th or 13th round of your draft, what you're a steal. loving life, man. Is he up for many, I guess, uh, comeback player of the year awards? What can, oh, what yeah. can he win? Yeah, he can absolutely Most win Most improved? It. Yeah, especially if they win that division. Yeah. Cam's going to make himself some money. I know we've talked about a lot of, a lot of tanking talk or, or saying, man, what if you know he builds himself a reputation again and then he goes and gets paid millions? If you had to guess right now, do you think that the Patriots keep him seeing what they see right now? Because he's throwing the ball well. It depends on what he wants, right? The Patriots never pay stick it, sticker price for anybody. They're not like the Texans to where they're like, we'll give you $4 million more than what you should be paid. Belichick wants a bargain. If Cam wants that top money to where he won't compromise, they're going to let him go. I'm going to let this bargain go right here. It's going to be that teaser that my man Robert just called about. 
you're going to get the Patriots, and you're going to tease them down on my bookie. It's already moved to seven, the Patriots, okay? It's at even money. So you're going to tease six-point teaser on my bookie using promo code radio. Don't forget to do that because they're going to give you free money. What better to do than, hey, Josh, you're going to beat me and I'm going to give you free money? Then send me lunch too, please, my bookie. Send me something. But all I can do right now is tell you, I can guarantee you one thing. If you use promo code radio, they're going to match that deposit. And I'm going to guarantee you another thing, that you're going to get this free play from me right now. Patriots, teaser, bring them down to Patriots minus one. Like I said, cross the key numbers, the four, three, boom. Now I'm going to do that same example, and we're going to grab the Giants. Giants in a game that has a low total. And if I add six points to three and a half, now I pass the four, the six, the seven, the nine, and I land at nine and a half, crossing key numbers the opposite way. Give me two-way teaser, Giants plus nine and a half, and the New England Patriots minus one at mybookie.ag using promo code radio. We have more bets coming up for you here on Moneyline ESPN 97.5. This is Heisman Trophy winner Troy Smith, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. Go Bucks! You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline, 713-780-3776 at Moneyline975 was where you can find us on Twitter. If you want to text into the show and not call, say, man, I got this question. Who do I start? 713-780-3776. I'm going to pile them up and I'm going to shoot them over here to my man Josh here in the upcoming segment because we have plenty of them over here on Twitch. Thanks to everyone hanging out. 50 of you hanging out on a Sunday morning. We appreciate it. They're talking everything from from uh, the the Bengals wide receiver groups to asking if it's Waller or TJ Hawkinson this week. Again, if you have questions, 713-780-3776, get over to Twitch. Come hang out. It's the crew here. It's Aaron keeping us in check behind the glass. It's Josh Jordan. It's Jerry Bow. Let's talk football because we got a lot to get to. Yeah, no doubt about it. Quickly, before we get into in this next, game I did want to talk about what we got right and what we got wrong last week because there are some lessons to learn quickly one of the guys we got asked the most about was Stefan Diggs and we told everybody to start him so I feel good that we got that one right he had a huge game now Naeem Hines is a guy that we were excited about and sorry Todd yeah Todd, yeah and of all people Todd's watching I'm yeah. like you know I feel pretty good about Hines Himes had one touch. Unbelievable. One Every, t- everybody missed on that one, guys. Now, yeah. I went back and listened to the coach speak after the game because I was confused, right? I was confused. Yep. And they said, we're going to play Himes. He's going to be a, a script kind of guy. We're going to play it by game, game plan, depending on the game. Well, what better game plan than last week when it was a close game? So then you come into this game, this particular week, and they're the heaviest favorite. How can you possibly start him? And this is when Hines comes out there and breaks the 60-yarder. So right. I'm staying all the way around him. He makes me sick. I can't predict what he's doing right now. No, and, and keep in mind, guys, there's there's no preseason this year. So 
you know, we're doing the best we can to project how they're going to use certain players, but a lot of it we're flying blind here because we didn't see the preseason. We don't know. A, a guy that we talked about last week was Emmanuel Sanders that was a, a dud for us. We should have seen that one coming, right? Any player that's joining a new offense without any preseason, and we know Drew Brees is not the same guy when he plays on the road as he is in the Dome at home. So Emmanuel Sanders is a guy where we probably shouldn't have been as high on him, but we figure with Michael Thomas out, he's going to get a lot of targets, but I don't think Breeze is, is comfortable with him yet. So be careful with Emmanuel Sanders until he, he proves that you need to start him. All right, let's see who we start here. Help the people out. We've got plenty on Twitch. Again, 713-780-3776. Call us if you got something that you want to get off your chest as far as your particular matchup or a certain bet that you want to talk about. That's what we're here for. Is it Gurley or is it Connor? Titan Hugo needs to know. Man, I'm going Connor here. And I like Connor too. Gurley's coming off 21 touches though, which was surprising though. But I still need to see a little bit more. He feels like a guy, Gurley. If he doesn't fall in the end zone, he's going to let you down. Is it Jordan Reed or is it Zach Ertz PPR? I'm still going with Zach Ertz. Scantling, Valdez Scantling, or Robbie Anderson? Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson's huge right yeah, now. You've seen him. Great. I mean, that's it's it's he's second on that depth chart for sure. He's, I mean, he's concreted into number two on that. Wentz or Burrow? Ooh, I'm going to go with Wentz. I know he's been bad, but going against the Bengals, I think he has a decent game here. This is a blow-up spot for yeah. Wentz. I'm telling you, in DFS, this is where he has a quiet, like, three touchdowns, one one to Sanders, one to each tight end maybe. I yeah. mean, whatever the case is, he's going to blow it up today. Who blows it up more, though? Is it Waller or is it TJ Hawkinson? Just because of what we talked about earlier, I could see the Patriots taking Waller away. So I think I would roll the dice on Hawkinson. I know it's hard to do after what Waller did last week, but who else do the Patriots have to worry about? How about Ingram or Waller? I'm going to go with Ingram. I like it there. Let's go right to the HRP listener line. Clarence has a flex option question. What's going on, Clarence? What up, boys? How's it going? It's going good. It's an NFL Sunday. Hopefully we can give you the right pick here. What's going on? Because within the past two weeks, I lost CMC, Mostert, Jones, and probably Devontae Adams for tonight. Let's have a moment of silence here on Moneyline for my man Clarence's team. Okay, we're back. What's going on? All right. I need to know uh, Mark Davis for the Panthers or Latavius Murray and either Emmanuel Sanders. Or should I flex someone else in that spot? I, I would look for other options. Emmanuel Sanders just – we got to see him get more targets. I like Davis, though, a lot today, yeah. man. He can also catch, I believe, especially if it's a PPR. I mean, someone's going to have to get those carries there. I'm hearing they're going to put Samuel back there because he's a gadget guy. He might get like four or five. If they're already talking about putting Samuel back there for more of his four or five carries, then that goes to tell you that Davis is going to be the guy. I like yes. Davis as a sleeper, especially in DFS as well. No doubt about it. Get Davis in there. Look for other options uh, with Emmanuel Sanders. He's just hard to trust right now. And 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 d- to be honest, if I don't know what his other options are, so I don't want because if it's at this point it will go to the waiver wire. I don't want to say that kind of take that kind of step back because we at least got to give him one more week. I would think. Yeah, you're you're a Saints guy, actually. Let me ask you, what is your thought about that offense, Clarence? Because I know that you're a Saints fan. What do you think about that offense? Is it true what they're saying about Breeze? What do you see? Well, I keep saying to people who ask me that Drew Brees' arm strength has been deteriorating for the past five years. It's not what it was. It's not what it's going to be. He'll probably throw one or two deep balls, but it won't be accurate at all. They'll probably come up short more times than not. 
they're missing Michael Thomas, and I'm gonna say this about every team: they miss the preseason. It's it's just it's just what it is. And I understand people have been there a lot, but we still wait for Traquan Smith to develop into what he needs to be. They're trying to get Harris the ball a little bit more. It's a little tough. Now you make some good points there. I. I I think Smith might even be the better option than Sanders. I would say Golden Tate might be a guy on your waiver wire. I would probably start him over Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, that's actually a good pick this week. We're talking about Shepard missing Tate. Somewhere we know Barkley is one of the best pass catching backs. He has a lot of volume. Where do those receptions go? Short receptions. Look for Tate to have a moment. I mean, hey, again, the phone lines are open. If you have something, get off your chest. 713-780-3776. We appreciate the question. Clarence, good luck to those Saints because I will be on them. I don't want to spoil anything for money on my mind, but I will be on them. Hey, love the show. Two picks out of these full PPR. Is it Allen? Is it Nixon? Or is it uh, James Conner? I think that this is what's supposed to say. Oh, man. Keenan uh, Allen, Nixon, Conner. I think I'd probably go with the two running backs. Uh, look, I like Keenan Allen, but I think Mixon and Conner are just going to get so much just volume. Flex, OBJ, Robbie Anderson, or McKinnon? I'm going to go with Odell. Need to start two. Is it Nikhil Harry, Deshaun Jackson, or Jarvis Landry? Two of the three. PPR. Yeah, if Landry's good to go and not banged up, I would play him. And what was the other one, Harry and who? In uh, Deshaun Jackson. I'll take a shot on Deshaun in that, that matchup. Kareem Hunt or Jarvis Landry? PPR. Kareem Hunt. Would you play Josh Allen, Roethlisberger, or Stafford? Ooh, I don't know how you bench Josh Allen right now. No, and I, we're going to get into that. We're one week away from throwing Josh Allen into that MVP conversation. If these other guys deserve in there, I mean, so is Josh Allen. I think today's a blow-up spot. I do hear that the wind is going to be very, very high, somewhere around that 20 miles per hour mark. And that's going to play into my handicap. We're going to get into that here next. Next segment is everyone's favorite segment. It's Money on My Mind. It's let's get flexy with Josh. He's going to give you some flex plays, a little bit of everything. Again, next segment, I'm going to give you a few plays that I have, and I'm going to give you a few of these uh, flexy plays that Josh has because he hits. You know, if there's something that he does, that's what Josh knows is his fantasy. No doubt about it, man. We, we have a lot of good plays for people in the next segment. So I'm excited for this week. This is a good week. And Josh Allen, as we were talking about him, I, I, you don't bench him until he gives you a reason to. You know, he's running, and you talked about the win maybe being an issue. He might have the strongest arm in the NFL. So if anybody can handle the wind, it's Josh Allen. And if anybody can handle protecting you in your face and your mask, right, I guess necessities, let's call it, it's Boomer Naturals. That's the only people that I trust. It's Boomer Naturals. I mean, they have the nano silver technology, Jerry, that actually protects you. It keeps those particles from getting in your nose and mouth. And not just like one of these other little, little disposable blue ones that everyone wears that you don't even know. A lot of them are bootleg. Like I said, I ordered some from China, and they came in three months later. I ordered them right when the pandemic started. The pandemic's gone, and I'm mean, not gone, but I'm saying it's going full force. And they came in three months later. I forgot, and I used them. They were tearing apart at the ears. I couldn't get 
get them to hold straight. You don't want that. Well, the great thing about Boomer Naturals is you just go to boomernaturals.com and use promo code Jordan, my last name. You'll get 20% off your order. But one of the cool things, like I forgot my Boomer Naturals mask today and I had to wear one of these little disposable ones. Like I don't feel protected, but I was in a hurry. You know what you can do? You can just run by CVS now. They have Boomer Naturals at CVS. So that's a good option is I was running a little late for the show, so I didn't have time. So go to boomernaturals.com, use promo code Jordan, and that will get you 20% off. You'll be protected with boomernaturals.com. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975.